Welcome, everyone. It's a new year, and we wanted to take a few minutes, all of us at In Production, and reflect and be grateful for the possibilities ahead. And also, we want to appreciate the way the In Production management team addressed the challenges of 2020. So I asked Jim McGlynn, who's one of the top salespeople at In Production, who has discussed with me his viewpoint around management and how in production stood a little bit stronger than some of his other peers that he's been talking to in terms of how they dealt with COVID. So I thought it'd be great to sit down and talk with him and maybe we can sort of put out some of the things that were done at Impro and it will be helpful to our competition and our vendors and everybody we do business with. So welcome, Jim. Glad to have you. Thanks for having me, Christine. Thanks for being here. So let's start with March. I assume you remember that month, right? And every month after that. (laughs) I know, I know. Okay, so March hits and business dies. What did you see in terms of what management did in March and April and May to sort of set on a course that would be a differential course from what everybody else seemed to be doing? So, Christine, I think it started before March. And what happened in March, April, and May really, I believe, made me and my colleagues realize what the leadership's team's pre-pandemic vision was for in-production and how they brought together five legacy companies. And with those legacy companies, the experience and the knowledge that came from those companies, and along with a diverse product line that we were able to offer now, really set the tone for us to be able to survive the pandemic. So that's what I saw. So then if we wanted to move to March, April, and May, the leadership team didn't let us sit around and go dark for three months. No. In fact, as as the person who does the marketing, it was funny because we were busier in March, April, and May servicing all the sales team with all these new initiatives. And pretty much one of the things you did is you took the product line and you adapted it to what the potential was for the short term. Well, the amount of R&D our operational staff did during those months to bring options to our partners with the PGA Tour and NBA and the NFL and Major League Baseball, it was countless hours. But I don't think it would have been possible without the knowledge that came together from all the legacy companies and the passion that we have as a team to just want to help our partners produce events. Yeah, but let's talk about one of the examples. So let's talk about the basketball bubble. Okay. Okay, so everybody knows about what the bubble is, but just give us a little intro into the bubble. And then the product line that was brought into the bubble by in production that was not even part of our product line before. So... We all know that in March, the NBA came to a halt, rightfully so, and the commissioner of the NBA and the owners were determined to finish the season, and they had to do it in a safe manner, and they decided the best way forward was to create a bubble at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando, Florida, and the the protocols that were put in place from a safety perspective, you know, to keep everybody, not just the players, but the staff was absolutely amazing. And we just had a small part in that. And what was great about the NBA bubble for in production is it was one of the first times that we were able to use all the equipment from the legacy companies along with the labor as one. And it truly was in production. And some of those were the safety divider walls for the broadcasters. 
and also the safety divider walls for the players. And so that was all done through the R&D that we did in March and April. Well, interesting about that is those walls were made out of plexiglass, for example, and Communalux, which is one of the legacy companies that you're referring to, does scenic. And so it was building scenic staging, et cetera, which, of course, there was no market for. And they turned on a dime to build the plexiglass dividers, which also then went into hotels and all kinds of places. So they were able to take the team and be able to continue to employ them to build new products that were not sitting on a stage where nobody was going to a theater, but rather in a place like that. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Now you're starting to meet again where people are actually making plans for 2021 and what they're going to do and what they're going to roll out. What do you think is different now than it was before? What are we doing differently there? So something that I failed to mention prior is the vision to venture into new markets prior to the pandemic and brace and venturing into those new markets with the modular stadiums and the permanent seating buildouts. That was a strong component that kept work for us during the pandemic. And I think the visionary style of our leadership team really helped us survive the pandemic. So I wanted to point that out. Those modular stadiums, and not everybody even knows what that is. Why don't you walk through? It's interesting because the USSL, the United States Soccer League, the yes. Soccer League, they're building modular stadiums pretty much all over the country. Yes. And they didn't stop. They didn't say, okay, COVID's going to stop us from building a new soccer league. They said, carry on. And so those modular stadiums were built pretty much through the whole thing, right? That's correct. Yes. And we also built a permanent bleacher facility for the Miami Dolphins training camp location. Along with that, we also did some stuff with the USL in Phoenix and then Charleston. So that it never stopped. The modular stadium component is pretty much taking the brick and mortar build outs and developing equipment that's more cost effective and building stadiums. Okay. So basically you were out and about, everybody else had all their production teams pretty much were furloughed or laid off in production was still out in the field. How did management address the safety valve around that? Well, we didn't stand by and management encouraged personnel to take classes on safety in regards to COVID and become certified. I think that was awesome because we were at the forefront of that compared to just standing by and waiting for something to happen. But that's the philosophy of in-production. We're not going to just wait for something to fall to us. We're always going to try to be on the cutting edge of what's next that we need to do to have our partners have events. And, And that was a small component is that we take the COVID and the safety aspects very seriously. Management even made it to where teams would be only sequestered when they're done working on the same hotel floor. And they also travel together. So they knew at any time if somebody had gone out or did something that could potentially expose them to COVID. So bottom line is that in production has been able to maintain itself through this very difficult time where some of the competitors have not. And now what do you see, Jim? What do you think is coming forward? What can we look toward now? We've been asked this question, Christine, you and I, everybody, you know, and we've had people, I personally have said, and and I lost out on this, I thought by first quarter of this year, we would be somewhat back to normal. and, And that's obviously not the case. But what I see is a slow transition 
back to having people gather in crowds again. And obviously, I mean, I'm no medical expert, but it's going to take the vaccines coming out and people embracing that is what is needed for us to get back. And until we get to that point, we're still going to be peppering our partners with social distancing concepts or branding opportunities that they typically wouldn't think about because they would have other opportunities to brand that they just can't now in this COVID environment. Yeah, that sounds good. So Jim, the clients that you're reaching out to, how are you presenting to them? Is anything different than it was before? It's very different. Yes. We are presenting still to this day, social distancing concepts for clients hosting hospitality, reinventing how they could possibly have events again. It is continually to more so provide clients with options they may not have thought about instead of them coming to us with, hey, this is what we would like done. This is how we want it done. And we just want you to execute it. Gotcha. Sounds good. All right. Well, thanks for taking this time today and congratulations. And hopefully the, the sun is on the other side of the horizon now. So looking forward to Let's hope 2021 is much better than 2020, Christine. Always a pleasure to join you. <laughs> Let's do that.